welcome, cadets and captains, to another edition of M-Class Podcast. Oh my god, my air conditioner's not on, it's so fucking hot. <laughs> I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Hot Boy. Hot Boy. Oh, it's me, Hot Boy. I'm about to take my fucking pants off, man. Hot Boy Josh, fucking drop them. I mean, just, can you hear the belt undoing? Ooh, can you hear that? God, this is getting sexy. This is the OnlyFans party. I'm taking them off. Dude, it's so hot. Ooh, oh, oh, Josh oh. is free balling. Oh, that's a little better. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I have two separate, count them, two fever blisters on the inside of my mouth, and it yeah! hurts to talk. I'll kiss them out. <laughs> and I hear you saying at home, I hear you're concerned, but Jeff, doesn't that mean you have herpes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. As a matter yeah, of fact, just, anyone who's ever had fever blistered has herpes. So yeah, on to Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> this time around, uh, we are on episode three of whatever the fuck extremely long convoluted name for space magic this collection is. Now nah, suggested is, to us by Axe Wizard. I I cracked the code last night. This is a, a ruse. This this collection is a is a, a fake out. Oh shit! This is this is the funny gifts collection. That's all that this is. <laughs> you know what? You're fucking right. It is. This is because okay, right? Because the last one was the Rolly gift. Was also the last one, the one where he was like, "Ooh," with the mouth with Kirk. No, that was not that one. Oh, okay, but it's the rolling one. This one, it's the guys who dies, the the helmsman. Uh, and the next one is the the Q one where he gets like punched. That's true. What was the what happened in the TOS one? I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> what the episode it? we watched. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Oh, it was the it was the the kid, the guy who who I don't remember if there's any gifts from that one. The oh Trelane, yeah, Trelane, that was yeah. the one. I don't know. There's probably a fucking funny gift from that one. Like maybe when he slaps him and he doesn't react at all, that'd be a pretty yeah. Funny that gift. might be it. Yeah. So th- welcome to the third episode of the Funny Gifts Collection. Yeah. Uh, where we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 2 of Star Trek TNG, where silence has lease. And if you're thinking, which one was that? It's the one with Nagilum. It's <laughs> How the hell is it not called the Nagilum episode? The one, Did they not know? They should have named it like a Friends episode. The one with Nagilum in it. Oh, is that what they do for Friends? It's the one with, the one where on Friends. That's funny. That show uh, is pretty much the definition of the word mediocre. <laughs> yeah, like, isn't it funny that, like, everyone, like, jizz their pantaloons over it, and now you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is nothing. This is, like, not at all any anything. I feel like there's probably, like, a, a level of degradation on enjoyment because people wouldn't ever shut the fuck up about it. Like, Oh, for sure, for I sure. Feel that I, like, I still like The Office fine, but I don't yeah. want to watch it anymore because white people won't shut the fuck up about it. White dudes who work in offices ruined The Office. It's true. And it's, it's weird that, in a way, they, like... Uh, sort of like pedestalized or like immortalized office space. They ruined the office. Y- yeah, it's 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 ironic. I, I guess is the word we're looking for. They also ruined Funko Pops. Well, that's very well. Funko Pops ruined themselves. 
Yeah, it's the shotgun effect, guys. <laughs> it's like you don't need to make a I don't know Kenneth from the office. That's not he's not a character. That's Thirty Rock. Yeah, Thirty. I, you have to make a Kenneth from Thirty Rock of everything. Yeah, he's immortal. He is immortal. It turns out <laughs> the show is so good. Uh, it is. By the way, as somebody who worked in an office, office space is far more realistic to the experience of working in an office than the office is. Yeah, office space is funny because it sucks. Like, that's why it's funny. It's so true to life. Like, the office is, isn't as funny because everyone's deep down, like, they, like, care about each other. It's like, people in offices do not care about no, each other. Not at all. Like, you have your few friends, like, uh, the main character of Office Space did, and that's it. The only episodes I like are the ones with Ellie Kemper. Is that the lady... <laughs> Who the redhead? The redhead, Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. You know she's like, uh, she was like a KKK princess, right? What? <laughs> yeah, in the what? in the South, there is like this, uh, like prom queen type thing that like the KKK pa- apparently puts on, and she won it when she was a teenager. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. You're telling me. Uh-huh. I'm in love with a KKK queen? <laughs> uh, I wasn't telling you that, but <laughs> apparently we arrived there somehow. <laughs> well, you learn something every day. Jesus Christ. Um, so maybe rethink that. While we get into talking a little bit about where silence has lease, you may have heard us... <laughs> Uh, mentioned Nagilam about 50 million times. So if you haven't watched this episode before now, you must have been real confused. Yeah. Uh, you've seen the pictures. He's in infamous. Yeah. Infamous. That's what it is. Infamous. Yeah. Which I think, like, the the picture of Nagilam and the way he looks, like, it kind of knocks the episode down a few pegs, yeah, right? It like ruins your perception of the episode when you're thinking back on it, for sure. Y- yeah, it's a strange... I mean, it is It is super TOS-y. This episode yes. is maybe one of the most TOS episodes, right? Besides the one that is a TOS episode, where they get fucked by the space horniness again. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you don't remember the TNG episode where they get the space horn? Maybe? And, like, Picard is, like, trying to fight his urges to have uh, sexual intercourse with Dr. Beverly Crusher. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, don't want to do that. That would suck. Don't think about doing that all the time. Yeah, that would be bad. I don't know. Was she in any questionable prom queens? Uh, Not that I know of. (laughs) I'll keep you updated. I got all the tabs on all the questionable princesses. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. I, th- I think it's important to say, like, right off the bat at the top of the episode, um, this isn't anywhere near as bad as it has a reputation for being. Um, yeah. This episode was all right. It's not okay. bad. It's, it's, um, it's, it's better than average when it comes to um, yeah. the first two scenes of Star Trek, for sure. Yeah, I, season two is actually pretty okay. I, the more I watch a season two of TNG, I'm I'm like, ah, oh, like it's getting it's getting better. Yeah, I mean, even season one has some good episodes in it. 
Yeah. Um, season two is when it re- they really start to figure out how they're going to be doing Star Trek from now on. You have some think- of these sort of throwback episodes, but then as the season goes on, it becomes more and more TNG. I think at about like episode 13, it starts to get good, and you're like, oh, okay. But then I think it also ends with that shitty Riker clip episode, right? Is that one or two? I think it's season two. I think that might be season two. And you're like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way about all clip shows, though. Oh, my God. The only clip shows that I love are the ones that are pretending to be clip shows, but all the clips are actually new scenes. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Do you remember uh, on M-Class when we had a clip show? Man, let's think about that. What a Two great memory. Klingon dicks. <laughs> Man, what a great time that was. <laughs> and then there was that other time. <laughs> fuck you, Tapon. <laughs> Man, fuck him, am I right? <laughs> God, we've been through a lot over this past insert time here. Clip shows uh, were a necessity at a certain point in television yeah. history, especially probably TNG because it costs so much money to make. Yeah, it, it's just, it's one of those things where I, like, for whatever reason, like, it was like a fallback, and, but it also kind of felt like people sort of thought they had to do one at some oh, point, yeah. and it's like, why would why? Dude, no. the thing is, like, we, uh, Crystal and I watched a bunch of Golden Girls episodes in a row. Thank you for being my friend! Does that show fucking rules? I defy anybody to say that show doesn't fucking rule. They're making uh, uh, Golden Girls figures. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hell <laughs> it's yeah. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> um, but uh, they have clip shows in, like, season one. They have, like, two or three clip shows in season one. Yeah. And every season after that has, like, two clip shows at minimum. It's got to be something with, like, the demographic. Like, maybe, like, old ladies really love clip shows. Well, there's like yeah. a sort of like a built-in nostalgia to clip shows. Yeah. Like, remember when we were doing this? Also, like people didn't sit and watch a hundred episodes of something in a row. So when you saw the clip show, you didn't remember these things happening. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're, we're so uh, trained like Netflix e now, right? Like, yeah. Oh, I've I've just watched them all in a row. Like, why would they do this? But back, you're right. Back in the '80s, like. You missed a few episodes. Maybe you didn't even know the show existed because that's how just how people were, right? Like, dude, I just thought of a really crazy. great idea for a go clip back in show. time. Um, <laughs> sure. No, <laughs> like, um, do like a se- a season of a show, like a Netflix show or whatever, and uh-huh. just have the last episode be a clip show of the of the six episodes before that. Yeah. And uh, during the last episode, while everybody's doing like the little connecting scenes where they're reminiscing, have a storyline happen in those between those connected scenes that you don't get to fucking see because they're ever you're in the flashback the whole time. <laughs> and it like skips ahead to like a like there's like a gunfight all of a sudden, and you're like, what the, the fuck? How did we get here? <laughs> they're all in their living room, like being like, oh, remember this? And it flashes back, and when they come back, they're all in like a jail cell, and like one of what them. Happened? A gunshot wound and they're like we need to go to the doctor let us out 
That's amazing. The sheriff comes it. in and he's like, y'all shouldn't have come to my little town in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you uh, and your drug runner, sheriff. <laughs> and the show's just like a normal sitcom otherwise. <laughs> oh, man. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Uh, none of that has anything to do with this fucking episode. Sorry, everybody. Nagilum took over. Uh, this episode was written... By Jack P. Jack B. Sowards, who's uh, probably most well known for being one of the main writers on Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> he's he is co-credited with three other guys, though. So so he didn't do shit. Um, according to the most uh, like reliable source of information on Star Trek, the Memory Alpha. Yeah, it's real. He is the one who is most responsible for the draft that got filmed. And for Leonard Nimoy joining the cast, even though he didn't want to be in Star Trek anymore. Yeah, at this point he hated it, right? Yeah, and he got him to come back the same way you get every actor to come back to a role they hate. You can direct the next one. Uh, We're going to kill him. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to kill the character you hate. Come back. Yeah. Dude, they all do. The only difference was in the first draft, uh, when Spock was dying, uh, there was a clip show in the middle of the movie (laughs) where he was like, remember the time when we... And then, like, they showed old episodes. It was really weird. It didn't work. You know, it's shocking to me that that didn't happen. That they didn't do, like, a Bugs Bunny super special movie for Star Trek. (laughs) Where they just had, like, connecting scenes, but they just played full episodes of Star Trek TOS. (laughs) Oh, man. I miss Um, television. uh, This episode was directed by Winrich Colby, who, as I always like to point out, uh, dated uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. Um, He also directed just a buttload of Star Trek. We're talking 48 fucking episodes of Star Trek. That's a lot. 16 of TNG, 13 of Deep Space Nine, 18 of Voyager, and 1 of Ent. Which one did he do of Ent? I think I ask you this every time. Silent Enemy. Uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, season 1, episode 12. <laughs> is that when the Elachi show up? The Enterprise is attacked by an unknown alien starship. Yes, that's it. As Archer orders the crew to install exper- experimental phase yeah. cannons. Yeah, that's the one. That's a uh, good one. Meanwhile, Sato is ordered to find out what Reed's favorite food is for his birthday dinner. Guys, it's pineapple. Really? Yeah, but he's allergic to it. And the reason they find out is because he takes inoculations against being allergic to pineapple. Nobody knows it. Like, he, she calls his parents and, and they're like, we don't know. Because he's like a weirdo, right? Yeah, he is a fucking weirdo. They're like, one time he only ate rations for a whole year. <laughs> he's military boy. Get it? Because he's an army guy. Uh, so those are the two people responsible for this episode. Again, uh, nowhere near as bad as it gets as it gets credit for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's jump right into the episode, actually, before we take our first break. Oh, let's jump in with our dicks first. Let's jump in with our herpes first. <laughs> Uh, the Enterprise D is on a mission in the Morgana Quadrant, which uh, I'm pretty sure is not the name of a quadrant in Star Trek. Quadrant or sector? Morgana on, Quadrant. 
Yo, while we're at it, they also call uh, O'Brien a lieutenant. Yeah, that's true. Like, they demote him horribly throughout the first couple seasons of TNG. It makes... Maybe that's where that whole thing comes from, where he's just shit on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he signs up, Cole Meany's like, oh, I'm going to be on this new show. Uh, oh, Talori, I'm going to be on uh, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> and then the, he shows up and he's like, I'm a lieutenant, right? And they're like, no. I think... <laughs> I think uh, the whole backstory of O'Brien starts to shift... Because they they realize that everyone on the ship is like, uh, like, an academy, yeah, like, like an officer, and that wouldn't make any sense. There's no ship in history where everyone on board is an officer. Yeah, it's like with the later uh, TOS movies too. Everyone's a fucking commander. It's like there's yeah. no commanders being like communications officers, right? No. Like that's no, not no, a no, thing. No, 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 no. That's stupid. So I think they decided, well, we have this guy who just stands around and does, like, almost nothing. So we'll make him, like, a non-commission officer. Yeah, we'll also make his wife hate him. Um, I don't think his wife hated him at this point. I think They're not uh, married yet. They get married partway through TNG and they love each other. And then he fucking drags her off to the edge of nowhere of space. That'll do it. <laughs> and is like, I don't know, fucking... Grow some plants. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Go to Bajor for six months. I don't know. Figure you your shit out. Meet a hunky Bajoran man while you're down there. Yeah, I'm gonna have sex with Kira. Oh, not really. Mm, it depends I'm, on if you think mermaids can have sex or not, because that's pretty much the way they had sex. Wait, what? Yeah, he he fertilized her eggs outside of her body, and then they put it back in. <laughs> oh, like a Futurama. <laughs> yeah. No, but they're all like they almost do, right? They start to fall in love with each other. Yeah, spoilers. Which is weird. It's a weird episode. And then they like hurried, hurriedly push her over with Odo, which is also yeah. weird. Even weirder. But um, Worf and Riker are uh, going. They're in the holodeck together, and there's a, there's like some wa- some weird sort of like Klingon racism happening at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, they pulled the old uh, what a what a trick, what a twist, right? Like, cause the holodeck, but like you don't know it's the holodeck at first, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about like Captain Picard is in his seat and like. Uh, uh, Deanna Troy is like, are you worried? Who are you worried about, Riker yeah. or Worf? And he's like, both. Some people should, uh, some things should better be left unknown, like the inner psyche of a Klingon. Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's I was like, like this is some TOS level Klingon hate. Yeah, like, I mean, what could it possibly be? Like, like human beings don't have like psychotic urges, right? Like, no, like, like there's For never some been reason a Klingons just want to fucking kill that's yeah, all they want that's all they want yeah um Worf and Riker fight Skeletor and uh Trapjaw from He-Man oh is that a Trapjaw I thought it was like uh uh the the baby from Ninja Turtles <laughs> Toka uh, Toka yeah yeah or, or Razor. Razor I don't know I know one which one. one is which I forget what this guy looks like though he's like a the weird turtle he's that's like Toka kinda, 
That's Toka. T for yeah. turtle. Got it. T for turtle. And What's R Razor? Richie Rich. <laughs> Richie Rich. He had a McDonald's in his bed. Yeah, which is like, as a kid, you're like, oh, it's so fucking cool and ritzy. Yeah. But as an adult, you're like, do, do teenagers work in there? Like, 24-7? <laughs> also, like, doesn't that stink real bad in your room, having yeah. a fucking McDonald's? Like, when you're hungry, having a McDonald's and the fry smell? Good. Amazing. Yeah. When you're not hungry, trying to sleep, not Putrid. <laughs> Disgusting. But, um, Worf and Riker defeat Skeletor and send him send him away from Castle Grayskull. I'll get you next time, Worf! <laughs> Skeletor sounds uh, quite like some wizard, I remember. It's but, me, Skeletor! Um, <laughs> Worf, like, gets fucking crazy eyes and starts walking at Riker with his axe, like, Neh. Yeah, because there can be only one. I guess Klingons are also Highlanders. Yeah. Klingons turn on each other after a battle and start killing each other. Yeah. Which makes no sense. All those Klingons want is to fight and fuck. That's why I love them. <laughs> Hell yeah. But Riker's like, are all your workout programs like this? And Worf's like, yeah, well, not really. Others are more intense, but they're too personal to share. Those are the ones where uh, Skeletor hologram takes off its gear and it's just this banging hot fucking Klingon body underneath. Uh, I was imagining that he fucked the wounds, to be honest. Oh, that's way crazier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like really crazy sorry everybody that's uh the way Riker reacts just made me think that that's probably what it was because Riker just kind of stares like terrified and he goes yeah. I, I bet they are <laughs> dude he wants to see it he wants to know Worf's like are you coming and he's like after you and he like has that pipe in his hand he's, like he's, he's gonna bash Worf's <laughs> brains out and yeah. he makes a move this is where they become friends, though, right? Because, like, after this, like, they're buddies. Like, they're, they're, they love each other. It's true. Uh, that's a little bit of um, unfinished business, like a th- uh, dangling story thread in this episode, as it sets up that there's some sort of a conflict between Worf and Riker. And yeah. um, it does not get settled at all in this episode in any way, shape, or form. I, I didn't... Is that... I, I picked it up more of it was, like, like, they're trying to introduce Worf more, right? Yeah. And they need, like, a ground for him. So, like, right Ry- And, like, Riker's, like, the most Klingon of the humans, I guess. I don't know. Because he likes I mean, to fuck a lot. That's true. I mean, he's he fits in pretty damn well when he goes when he gets swapped. Oh, I love Klingon that episode. Why well, let's talk about that episode. <laughs> that is a great one. I love it when the lady's like, Can you, you can't handle me. And he's like, send both of them. Yeah, he's like, he's like one or both, right? Yeah. And, and, and they're, they're all like, like oh, oh, that yeah. dude. He's talking about fucking. He only has one dick, but he'll fuck both. Toxic masculinity. Ah, but, uh, <laughs> I love Klingons. <laughs> um, they... They go back to the bridge, and um, they they sort of find a place in space that has literally nothing in it. No, yeah, it's no called space, space. No matter, no energy. <laughs> and uh, fucking uh, little bitch is like, it's like a hole in space. Yo, 
I'm glad that he gets sent to his room halfway through the episode. <laughs> he gets sent to his room so that some so that a black guy can get killed. Yeah, they should have kept him. They should have just been him. Also, worst actor in Star Trek history? Who? Haskell? Nah, he's great. The way he dies uh, is so overdramatic and terrible, I love it. but also he's breathing the entire time he's dead. You can just that's, see it perfectly. <laughs> that's why they picked him, because he could scream like that. They're like, get this guy on the bridge and kill him. This guy can scream like crazy. Yo, Gene, check out this guy scream! <laughs> uh... I just watched the movies that made us, and you just reminded me that the little girl in Jurassic Park got hired because she could scream so loud. She's pretty good. And that makes perfect sense, because that's all she does the whole movie. Yeah. She's, like, the perfect annoying sister, right? Oh, yeah. She's just like, I don't know how to do anything! It's not like in the uh, the next movie where there's a gymnast that spin kicks a fucking velociraptor. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. She uh, does, like, a triple Lindy or whatever. <laughs> she kicks she the... flash kicks a fucking Velociraptor yeah. in that I don't movie. think that would do anything. No. Well, also, I mean, they... there's a scene in the first one where uh, Grant, like, kicks a Velociraptor in the head a bunch of times. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like with the door, right? Is that yeah, when the door... With the vent. It's like, it comes the out of vent. the vent. And That's like, what it is. He's like, kicks its head until it pops back down. And yeah. it's mostly just like, ah, stop! What are you doing? Stop! Yeah, stop, stop it. They weren't even that big. They were tiny. Uh, is that true? Yeah, they were like the size of like a small dog. They weren't big. They made I them big to, to be ride cool. One, like a Yoshi. Well, you can't. <laughs> that sucks. Also, they're all dead. What? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. L- little dumbasses. Like, it's like a hole of space. And, uh... <laughs> They launch a probe into it, which seems like, I don't know, a little fast. (laughs) Like, they don't, they can't get any readings from it. They're, like, sitting on the outside. I guess this is season two. They haven't been fucked over as many times by doing this type of stuff. Yeah, they haven't learned yet. Also, they they say, they're like, it's moving around, like, randomly. Like, it's weird. And, and like, they're like, let's get closer to it. Yeah, let's get, like, right up on it. (laughs) Yeah. And, and Wesley's like, do you want me to fly closer? <laughs> I like how Worf is like a dumbass in this episode. They're I like, like how he's like, no! <laughs> like the the uh, the probe goes inside and it's like disappears or whatever. And Worf's like, oh, I recommend raising shields. Shoot photon torpedoes at it. Zoinks, Captain! <laughs> and Captain Picard's like, Why? Is he's he's like, not, not, nothing, nothing, nothing. There's a Klingon story about a black hole. It's like a black <laughs> creature in space that devours ships. Yeah. It's funny to me that, like, black, since, like, this is, like, 87, 88? Yeah, 89. Uh, like, black holes aren't really, like, a thing yet. Like, they were just theorized, and, like... they. They're like like really up on the science at this point if you really think about it because they talk yeah, about like we wormholes. understand wormholes, the yeah. wormhole phenomenon, but this is different. Which is weird because like we we don't know of any wormholes, but we do know black holes, right? Like yeah. we, we have them, now, pictures of them. Uh, I I just love that Worf is like they're like what are you what are you talking about? Worf's like uh, no nothing nothing. Yeah, he no, 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 tell me, tell me. Uh, uh, I mean, like, mm, no, it's all right. 
Yeah. And, like, it's weird because, like, he says the thing and then they're just like, well, whatever, fuck you. <laughs> they don't even, like, like, they don't, like, Captain Picard doesn't even say, like, well, I appreciate that caution and maybe there's he's, something he, to it. He's just like, all right, shoot another probe in there. Class yeah. one this Class time. one probe. And it disappears faster. And they uh, they don't leave, which is a bad idea. Yeah, this is all. This is real dumb. What they're doing is real dumb. Uh, yeah, this is when Crusher. This is when little fucking Crusher baby is like, I can bring the ship closer, Captain. And Picard's yeah. like, okay, okay, let's let this teenage kid drive this fucking ship into this unknown void. And then somebody hits the maximize button on the window that the blackness is in, and it's just like whoop, and it takes over the Enterprise. Yeah. Also, like. It is stuff. <laughs> yeah, they keep talking about how it's nothingness, but it's obviously clouds. You can see the clouds. Yeah, so, like, it's not even like the void from Voyager, where it's just nothing, which would make sense, right? It, but yeah. this is like a purple fucking, like, purple haze, like Jimi Hendrix shit. It does look pretty dope out there, especially probably, when they start like zooming in and it looks more and more like a cool ass purple lava lamp. Yeah, it's like chills you out, dude. <laughs> I want a lava lamp. I know it's like 2021 and I'm an adult, but I want a lava lamp. That's the exact reasons you should get one. It's true. Fuck it, you're an adult. Suck like, my lava lamp I dick. Want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Data has been scanning this whole time. And there's nothing. Still. There's nothing. There's you know, they're, they're in it. There's nothing. I love the Twilight Zoniness of this already. Like, I'm like, oh, this is so Twilight Zone. Like, I, I, li- I like the science mystery of Star Trek. Here, and this is thing. a good one. As, as much as I think Nagilam is funny, and I like referencing Nagilam, Yeah. If he just wasn't in this episode at all, this would be a hundred times better. Of an oh, episode. yeah. It would be... Even if even if, if Nagilam was just, like, a voice, yes. right? Like, a disembodied voice, it would be way better. Instead, like, he's, like, a fucking early fucking Photoshop of some guy's kid. I don't know. You know what would have been really good, now that I'm thinking about it, is if the presence is, like, completely voiceless throughout most of the episode... Until the point where it's absolutely necessary for it to talk, and it takes over Troy's. Yeah, it takes over people. Talk. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like Troy just, gets like completely blank faced and starts talking in like a different voice. Like Marina Sirtis is already doing a fake voice for Troy. She could just do her regular voice for Nagilam. Yeah, the Cockney ass accent. Yeah, also, then she, like, takes her shirt off. That would be cool, too. Yeah, that'd be... I mean, there's enough of that in other movies. Yeah, but... <laughs> Star Trek boobies? If you want to see Deanna Troy's boobs, it would be a very quick <laughs> Google search for you. Yeah. Uh, they, they're, like, done at this point. They're like, all right, let's fucking dip. That's enough. But they... They can't seem to find the edge of the darkness. They're like yeah. flying out into nothingness, and there's nothing there. But they they're not getting anywhere. I love this. It's so it's really cool. This is some great cool science fiction. They drop a beacon, and you hear it beeping. Yeah, which is not how a beacon works in space. But 
<laughs> I'm guessing it's like an instrument on the ship. Is yeah, the ship is beeping. Yeah, it's yeah. like reading the signal. Yeah, but um, they're trying to figure out where their position is currently and like how far away they can get from it. So they take off in one direction and it starts dissipating slowly. This is a really great build up. It's clever. Yeah, it starts dissipating slowly and they're like, "All right, well, we're getting away from it." And then they're like, "Well, wait, we're approaching a signal." It starts getting louder yeah. and louder, and they're like, oh my god, it's the same signal. It's the beacon. Oh. We're going around in circles, and they're like, but no, we didn't turn. What's crazy is how, I don't know if this has anything to do with like this concept that they thought of, but like apparently like in our universe, no matter what direction you look, you look at the beginning of the universe. It's this crazy shit that, like, I don't no, what understand. If I look, what if I look south? <laughs> it doesn't. I guess because it's, it's a four dimensional thing, and we can't like perceive. Mm, I don't think so. If I look south, I wouldn't be. Looking <laughs> well, they should have just flown up. Yeah, exactly. Fly up, stupid. Just fly up or down. They'll never see it coming. No one ever does that in Star Trek. How would they know? <laughs> I I do like how like two dimensionalized this is, right? Yeah, like, it really is. Yeah, you can only go flat. It's just flat on this plane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and speaking of flat, there's a flat rate on advertising on our show. And if you want to advertise during these upcoming messages, hit us up on Gmail at imclassemail at gmail dot com. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. This is sizzling action. It's Batman. At his best, crime has gotten messy since Clayface came to town. Ready to take charge, it's lightning strike Batman. Eat dirt, Batman. Peace down. So it's Nightstar Batman's turn to get rid of this mound of mud. Now what's up? Here's Batman in his arrow bat, flipping out to put an end to this mess. Figures the vehicle each sold separately. Batman, the best just got better. Welcome back to Nagilum, bitch. That's the episode's name. It's the name of the episode. Uh, he isn't in it yet, though. Instead, oh, he is. They're like, oh man, this is a trick. We're being tricked and trapped. And oh my god, a Romulan warbird is approaching. Oh, it's totally real. Oh my god. Red alert. Everybody at tactical, shoot, f- get them photon torpedoes armed. Yeah. Picard does his normal thing where he's like, uh, hold for my order. Like, uh, contact them and tell them that we'll fire back if they don't stop. Yeah. And, uh,. The Warbird arms another full spread. The Enterprise fires one torpedo, which obliterates the ship. <laughs> and Jordy goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck real, like, yeah, we just killed fucking like 2,000 people. Fuck yeah. God, I love mass murder. Oh, the Romulans, they're not even real people. Fuck them. <laughs> green-blooded hobgoblins. Goddamn pieces of green hobgoblin shit. Uh, Picard's like, that was way too easy. Turn the difficulty setting up. Yeah. And uh, Data can detect no debris. And That's impossible! Riker's like, fuck this place! What is this <laughs> shit? What uh, the hell? Worf doesn't have his meltdown until later. 
Yeah. Um, but another ship has appeared on sensors, and they're all like getting ready to atta- attack again. But it's the sister ship of the Enterprise, the Galaxy Class USS Yamato. They love this ship for they whatever do. reason. They push it's so the sh- fucking easy to just duplicate the digital file you have on the fucking Enterprise. Yeah, that's true. And they hail it, no response. Sensors detect no life signs. It's just a big fucking empty ship. And uh, instead of using more sensors to find out more information about the ship, Riker gets antsy and he wants to beam over. Yeah, what an idiot. Because it's season two and they haven't learned their fucking lesson about beaming over to shit yet, Picard's like, yeah, go ahead. I legit would be like, this is not a, this is fucked up. Like, at this point, you're like, alright, this is fucked up. Yeah, like, the other ship got obliterated by a single photon torpedo and left no debris. Like, this is obviously not a real thing. It's not a real ship. Uh, Guys. It seems like (laughs) you're just as likely to transport into the middle of space and die as you are to transport onto an actual ship. Great. Now I have a new thing to be afraid of, Jeff. Oh, you're welcome. Now I can't use transporter. Now I'm Barkley. You would never use transporters anyway. No, I definitely would, because fuck flying. Yeah, I would use transporters every day. Like, people are always like, what if we fucking kills you and replaces you? Well, fucking good luck out there, new Jeff. Hopefully it works out for you. I wouldn't wouldn't know. There's a new Jeff every day. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty of Jeffs in the sea. There's plenty of Jeff corpses in the sea. (laughs) <laughs> it's a sea of corpses. The uh, O'Brien's in this episode, and he beams. Uh, uh, I like how Picard's like minimal away team, and Riker's like, "All right, one guy, Worf, let's go." <laughs> yeah, minimal away teams. Like, is it two people? That's terrible. In TOS, a minimal away team is uh, every named character on the show. So. Yeah. <laughs> minimal away team is Ohora stays up. Yeah, pretty much. So she can talk to us. <laughs> Gotta have somebody on the other phone line. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, they uh, they want to beam over to the bridge, but when they beam over there, they find themselves just inside of, like, Riker's alone in a corridor, and there's just screaming happening in the background, which he seems to be pretty cool with. Dude, there is one scream that I laughed out loud. It's like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck was that? And there's like an extremely loud scream that sounds like Worf. So Riker like runs, but Worf runs around a corner as well. And they're like, what happened? He calls him a hoe, too. And then they start running in and out of doors like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and it starts playing like a pot-smoking-ass... 60s rock song. Uh, it's like some it. candy, like some candy fucking rock. Like little belly sunshine. <laughs> some bullshit. Um, but uh, they try to they go they go to the bridge, but every time they go to a door, it opens up and there's another bridge there. Yeah, which like they're really like not analytical about any of this because no. I would be like are we in two places at once like that's what I like yeah, they don't I, think about that they're just like oh this is the bridge this is the bridge 
Like they're idiots. Well, they're the like two fucking meatheads on board, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like two idiots trying to figure out like something like a puzzle. It's At just, least bring uh, one science officer. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. But they, I would be like sticking my arm through and like looking to see if it's coming out the other door, right? Sure, I'd be like, science. is this? Yeah, that's arm science. <laughs> the uh, Worf gets really, really upset at this. Like Worf, who's like lived a life of adventure aboard starships. Yeah. For some reason, there being two bridges that you can see himself on makes him lose <laughs> his fucking. His brain explodes out of his ear holes. <laughs> He's like, it makes no up. sense. It's impossible. It's impossible. And he starts speaking in freaking tongues, and he's like opening the the door. He's just like pissed at the door or some shit. Riker's like uh, at ease, Lieutenant. And Worf is like, I'm gonna fucking kill you like I killed Skeletor. Yeah, he gets. He's all hopped up on fucking Skeletor juice, dude. And then he stops. I do love that when he walks away, he mumbles to himself. He's like, "At ease, Lieutenant. At ease." <laughs> but he he calls himself his rank all the time, especially when he masturbates. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good job, Lieutenant. Good job, Lieutenant. That's how he has to complete. He can't do it to completion without it. Uh, meanwhile, aboard the Enterprise, after completion, uh, we meet Ensign Haskell, uh, our yeah, new beloved on... Ensign. He'll be around for a very long time. Yeah, he'll never die. Uh, who's who seems to be on the edge of mutiny the entire time. <laughs> Is like, he? There's a gap. We can see some stars. Let's head for it. And Picard's like, mm, I can't leave without the OA team. And he's like, it's closing, Captain! Captain! He's like, we should just go. He's like, Fuck those other guys. He's like, no, we'll have to wait. Keep your, just let it go. And he's like, but we'll be trapped here. At this point, like if this were later, they they would have like quickly been like, oh, this is like a test, right? Like they're not they're not quite there yet. But no, they haven't been fucked over by Q a million times yeah. by this point. They would have been like, Q, show yourself. But uh. The um, opening into space keeps it, like disappears or space butthole. Uh, yeah, it's this the V'ger orifice, I believe it's mm, called. Yes, the V'ger orifice. <laughs> orifice is a fun word. It is a fun word when used properly. <laughs> the space orifice keeps opening. They keep calling it a star fix, which is a pretty cool word. Yeah, because they can get a fix on the. That's I did like that too. Um, the Yamato starts disappearing, though. And Picard's like, beam back the away team immediately. And O'Brien's like, I, I'm having trouble getting a block on them. I'm trying, I'm trying. This is like a cool, like, like a ghost pirate ship story yeah. at this point. Where you're like, oh, they're on like a haunted ship. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, there's I, not a, a face in space yet. Not yet. The Nick <laughs> Jr. mascot is in this episode <laughs> of Star Trek. <laughs> Stick Stickly was behind it all. Fucking face, dude. Do do do. Yo, did Inside Out Boy get onto the crew yet? God, I would love that. There should be an alien race that's just sh- gross shit is all on the outside. Well, that one lady gets fucking melted into the deck plate like fucking Philadelphia Experiment. So that's true. Maybe that counts. Um. <laughs> so they eventually beam them back, and Riker is like 
at the end of his fucking rope at this time. He's like, I've yeah. had enough of this. Why don't we put all this technology to work and get the hell out of here? I thought that was like a silly thing to say. Like, because like they live in that time period. Like they wouldn't be amazed by the technology, right? Like, sure. They, but it's for the audience. It's so the audience knows like, Oh, this is, this isn't your pop-up Star Trek, you know? <laughs> well, it reminds me of, like, when when people are like, oh, we have uh, we have all this technology nowadays and we still can't blank. Right. And, right. Which is not something a dude Riker's age should be saying. No, he's like 26. <laughs> or he's, a, he's a baby boy. He has. He, does he have the beard now? He does, yeah, right? Yeah, he's got the beard now. Yeah, that's right. Um, another Starfix appears, and uh, they set a course towards it, but as soon as they set the course, it closes. Yeah. And uh, then another one, and then another one, and then another one. And finally, Picard's like, all right, I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> and Haskell's like, but it's so close! We have to get out of here! Let's go! And he's fucking, he pulls out his phaser, and he's like, getting it ready. <laughs> Uh, getting ready for that mutiny. <laughs> mutiny time. But uh, Dr. Pulaski comes in. and Oh, and uh, she's fucking uh, robophobic like she's crazy. fully racist against uh, yeah. Data. She's like, do this. Do this. Now do this. And does it know how to do calculators? Does That's it what she says. know how to do this? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Data does. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Data. I'm not used to working with fucking toasters oh my bad <laughs> i didn't mean to i didn't I mean meant, to call you a toaster you piece of i meant fucking to say junk. microwave ovens you piece of fucking junk oh my bad sorry <laughs> you soulless bitch <laughs> <laughs> she just slaps him i thought that was enough that was weird yeah she slaps the back of his head and she's like you can't mm. feel that you bitch oh nothing nothing huh but uh, she's like, yeah, we're like rats in a maze. And uh, Picard's like, uh, are you sure you don't feel any mind at work out there? And Troy's like, oh, maybe I just wasn't thinking about it on the right scale. It's a vast intelligence, far larger yeah. and more powerful than any I've ever felt before. So she got something to do. That's good. True. <laughs> She does get the she does get played by Nagilum later, which is pretty good. Yeah, which I I like your idea better, and the the fact that like Nagilum like invents versions of them is like stupid as fuck. Yeah, like instead of being a face in space, it, he should have taken over Counselor Troy because yeah. she has the empathic ability. Like she'd be the perfect conduit. Yeah, exactly. and that would have given her a lot more to do in the script. Yeah. But She's Picard's always getting taken like, over, though. Picard's like, look, I'm done. We're not going to do anything now. We're just <laughs> I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> I'm going to take my ball, and I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah, I like how he's like, just sit here. And then one of them's opening, and they're like, well, it's, it's right there. And he's like, nope. Fuck nope, you. We're done. Nope. And then uh, a big, gross-ass face from Nick Jr. face appears in space. The baby from Teletubbies. Space face. <laughs> Which sounds like a Dick Tracy in space villain. <laughs> space face. That'd be a cool one. 
it, it pops up and he's like, I am Nagilum. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck named him? And uh, they're like, hey, Nagilum. He's like, Data. And Data goes, Nagilum. <laughs> Nagilum? <laughs> like, they they went to fucking college together. He's like, you are different than the others, construction. And he's like, uh-huh. He's like, also, you are different from the others, construction. And, like, just yanks Pulaski across the room real quick. Yeah, he just fucking sexually harasses the shit out of her. And she's like, oh, well, we're, uh, I'm female. Which is like, Troy is standing right there. Yeah. And it, he doesn't notice her at all. Um, but she's why, like, yeah, why I'm does female, he... and uh, he's like, oh, that makes sense. The masculine and the feminine. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't know what a woman was a second ago. But he knows he's what mas- misogynist. Yeah. Like, he knows what masculine and feminism, feminine is. Like, like not misogynist. He's he's like already knows societal roles for yeah. men and women. <laughs> Is this, like, if he's an experimenter, wouldn't he, like, there's tons of species who do this, right? Like, why, you know, Picard's like, that's how we propagate our species. And Nagilam's like, I would like a demonstration of this, Show me. And Pulaski's like, yeah, not likely. Like how Worf looks at her, like, are we gonna? <laughs> Twerk on his double dicks for me. Worf is like, I'm, I'm willing, I'm, I'm willing if, uh, if uh, you are. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if it's gonna save the ship, sure. Nagilum <laughs> uh, is like, do you guys have a limited existence? And Picard's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you exist, then you cease to exist. Your minds call it death. How can he? So he can read minds. Sure. But he doesn't know about vaginas and dicks. No. This guy is... It he, seems like he could have read that from their minds instead of yanking Pulaski across the room. Yeah, did he study before the quiz or what? Like, no. what What was he doing last night? Hanging out with Data? Is that why they know each other? Yeah, they're best friends already. Data, do you remember when we got that sweet gyro? <laughs> oh man, now I, want it. now I want one really bad. The tzatziki sauce was so good, but you're a robot, so you don't know that. That tzatziki sauce was lit, fam. It was lit, dab. Um, <laughs> two giant space arms appear, and he dabs. <laughs> it's just they the disappear. Hands. <laughs> it's the hands from TLS. <laughs> uh, the people watching at home are like, wow, that didn't even match. All right. No. No. <laughs> but uh, Haskell gets up and does a nice fish dance and then falls over onto the ground in the fetal position. Yeah. Uh, with his fists in his mouth. Yeah. Eyes open. Uh, nose still obviously breathing. You can see it the whole time. <laughs> he didn't hold his breath. Uh, Pulaski is like, oh, he's dead. And Nagilin's like, oh, that was fucking dope. He was like, I'm addicted to this. <laughs> for, so, uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to be having to be like, I'm a dickhead. I'm a dickhead. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm the killer. Picard's like, we can't allow you to do that. We will fight you. Yeah, and he like, delivers that line. And, and the Gillum's like, nah, it's going to take like only like a third of your crew. He's like, like, yeah, I need to fine. study every kind of dying. What the hell like, does that even mean? That sounds horrific for one, and for first, two, first you of don't all, want to study like 
cool foods or like yeah. our history or like the way our bodies like process energy none of that every kind of death like uh, the other day i saw a, a picture from vesuvius of a dude who got hit in the head with a column and it decapitated him is he gonna do that to somebody yeah that's a kind of death every kind of dying every kind yeah decapitation is a type of dying but that in that manner, there's so many decapitations alone. I just, that would- I think decap he's going for like the biggies, right? Like some type of decapitation, some type oh. of burning alive, some type of drowning. <laughs> Those are the the big three. The biggies, some type of getting stabbed to death. Yeah, know? yeah, I guess so. Shot with a musket. <laughs> <laughs> If this was TOS, that's definitely the type of thing he would try and kill someone I with. I found this musket from a group of predators. <laughs> from the movie Predator? Yeah, from the second one, because they give Danny Glover that fucking flintlock oh, at the yeah. end. For some reason. So fucking Because he's a great warrior, Danny Glover. Yeah, so they give him a trophy or some shit, and it's like... I don't want this. Give me that fucking spear you got. That thing rules. It does. I want the shoulder cannon. That thing's Yo, dope as fuck. Fuck yes. He's like, uh, I just need to kill a third of the ship's crew. Maybe half. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. And everybody just sort of like stands around like, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah, how do you fight that? How do you, you can't fight Nagilam. He's fucking Nagilam, dude. Like the whole time, Data's like, you know, there's nothing out there. There's yeah, nothing that, yeah. on our sensors at all. How do you fight that? How do you fight yeah. nothingness? The only way to win is not to play <laughs> a strange game. <laughs> Dr. Falcon. Uh, Picard calls a staff meeting, which is a re- really funny response to that last scene. All right, everybody, staff meeting, get right, in here. Team meeting. <laughs> everybody out of the conference room. Everybody get in here. And they're, they're like, like you know, <laughs> they're very in character here. Where yeah. Dr. Pulaski's like, you know, we don't really understand what's going on. Like, the, we can't do anything about it. And Worf is like, shoot fucking missiles at it. He's like, yeah, fire all the things. And Data's like, you know, uh, we have no way of knowing if we can even hurt this thing. We have no options. Yeah, and Riker's Riker's like, like, well, we do have one option. What if we fuck it? <laughs> What if we just fucking blow our brains out? Yeah, what if we just blow <laughs> up the ship? And they're like, interesting. They're interesting. all, like, terrified. They're like, no, what? Huh? And the, yeah. he's like, you know, there's nothing we can do. I, I do like that Riker's, like, you know, take the satisfaction away from the Gilem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because like, yeah, it's either that or do nothing, right? Like, so fuck it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, Nagilam is not going to stop at half the crew. He's going to experiment on everyone. Yeah, he's evil. He, he has no concept of morality, and he thinks that they're like ants, so he'll do whatever. Yeah, he's pouring fucking uh, acid on ants or whatever. That's a way that people Jesus. die, right? Acid. Yeah, he'd definitely put somebody in acid He's and then going, turn him yeah. into a joker. And then Mark Hamill's voice gets to be in the show. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> Picard and Riker go down to engineering 
uh, to set the self destruct, <laughs> and it seems really easy. <laughs> yeah. I I was thinking about like how does that work? So like you uh, assume that like the warp core breaches itself, but like doesn't it take like a little while for it to do that? Like, it, can you just like lower the containment field and just bam? Like you're just instantly fucking dead. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also, like, maybe there's just a bomb underneath the warp core. Oh, maybe it just blows it up that way. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But, like, it gets to the the time it needs, the interval before the explosion, and they both just sort of stop. They're, like, hit by, like, well, what should we do? I love that. That's really clever. Like, would it be more humane to just kill everybody now, like, fast, so that yeah. they don't see it coming, or is it more humane to give people time to make their peace with their death and say goodbye? Yeah, they're like, how much How much time do, would you need for that? And Riker's like, 69 minutes, baby. 420 <laughs> seconds is all I need, baby. <laughs> but uh, Riker's just like, it's funny they're talking about like how much time would you need to face your own death, and Riker's like, 20 minutes. Yeah, next round number. <laughs> that sounds about right. And how much? How many minutes are left in the episode? There's <laughs> <laughs> like a really fucking like sad scene. At least I find it extremely sad. Where like they're they're having to face their own death, right, and say goodbye to their loved ones. And yeah. Picard goes to his quarters by himself. He just is listening to like some fucking music and reading. Yeah, he's like he has no one on the ship at this point because Crusher isn't there. Crusher is ah, the only person right. who's on the same level as him in the show. Yeah, who's like his friend who can, who can be there for him. So he's just there by himself. Yep. Poor guy. And, um, <laughs> Troy comes in. Oh, good. Look who it is. And she's like, uh, like, are you sure you're making the right decision? And then Data comes in, and he's like, what is death? <laughs> Which is really weird. At first, I was like, because I, I didn't remember a lot of this shit. No, I don't remember this episode at all. And then I was like, why is Data... He would know what that is. Like, or, or like, uh, he might not know what it, it meant to die, but he would understand, like, physical death. Yeah, he would understand it's the ceasing of function of a yeah. being. Yeah. But he's like, what is death? And Picard describes... Because it's 1988, Picard describes Christianity yeah. and atheism. Right. And uh, in in so many words. I mean, it's, it's done in such a way that I find the best possible way to do this and still have it appeal to a Christian audience. It It's but, really poetic, the way yeah. he says all of this. Like, it's very good. I don't know. They they really like this. He might be the best casting in anything ever. Cause oh yeah, he's Patrick absolutely Stewart perfect. As is Picard. amazing. Yeah. He um he describes the idea of an afterlife. It's a very sort of Judeo Christian style afterlife. Yeah, can be applied to a lot of other religions. Yeah. And then he describes sort of like the uh, scientific like atheistic view that life yeah, you, just sort of ends. You just blink out. And uh, fake data or Feta, Feta asks him, you know, well, which one do you believe? And he says, uh, honestly, with like the way the universe is and our place in it, I think that the answer has to be bigger than both. 
It's so good. It's so good. Which is a great way to look at it. Like he's like our our destiny as a species has to be bigger than both. And yeah. then they start being like, you know, you've made the wrong decision. I want to live. Jean-Luc. Yeah. Jean-Luc. They call him, yeah. And he's like, uh, it's not going to work, Nagilum. Nice try, Nagilum. <laughs> well, he, uh, he calls them, he's like, where's Lieutenant Data? And he's like, the computer's like, he's on the bridge. And he's like, aha! I knew it! You dumb bastard! <laughs> and uh, they, the two fakers disappear, and Picard goes to the bridge. Um, because the ship just appears back in normal space. Yeah. There's an extremely tense scene that's also not tense at the same time. Yeah. Because Picard is showing no tension. Everyone else is, so it's very tense for the audience, too. But the countdown for the ship's destruction is at a minute. It's fucking Galaxy Quest. They yeah, fucking, they fucking, is. they fucking Galaxy Quest us, man. And it, it's like, just, it's at like... 30 seconds or something when he walks in and then it's like 20 yeah. 10 yeah 5 yeah. 5 yeah <laughs> it's like whoa he, he's he keeps like waiting waiting and everybody's getting more and more tense and he's finally like he calls for it to end and it's like does Riker comply and he's he's like yes absolutely i do indeed concur wholeheartedly yeah you get your little funny joke Picard's like a simple yes would have sufficed <laughs> I didn't want there to be any misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he says, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a and good. They make they they figure out that they're actually out of the uh, the, the cloud, although not not really. And it made me think, like, how fucked up would it be if they've just been in Nagilam's cloud ever since? Maybe we're all in Nagilam's cloud. God, that would make so much sense that someone is like experimenting on us, and that's why shit keeps going the way it goes. Yeah, it's just Nagilam fucking with us. Fuck that. Everybody thinks that we're in the Matrix. Yeah, or that we're in the cave. Sure. But at the, the cave. end of the day, I think we're all in Nagilam's big purple cloud. I mean, I think that's what was that Socrates was like. Yeah, the cave. Socrates. Yeah, Socrates Johnson. <laughs> He was like, yeah, it's like you're in a cave, but the cave's Nagilum. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Socrates? He's uh, like, you'll see. He looks at the camera, you'll see. <laughs> I want everybody to know before we get an email or I have to read it later. Uh, we Josh knows that it's Socrates. He's fucking referencing Bill and Ted. Yeah, Socrates. I don't want to hear that later. Socrates Johnson, that's his name. Uh, Nagilam, like, starts, it appears on the little view screen in Picard's, uh, on his little desktop monitor, and he's like, uh, human beings fucking suck a dick. You guys are <laughs> assholes, and you just fight, and you fuck, and you suck. <laughs> and, uh, we have, we have nothing in common. And Picard's like, you know, we do have one thing in common. Curiosity. Although, I didn't notice this before, and maybe it's unintentional. Maybe it's just my fucking human militancy and hostility that Nagilam was talking about. But Picard's like, you know, we may one day meet again, but next time it will be out here among the stars. Which is, like, kind of a threat. 
Yeah, I don't understand like how he like why would why would you say that? Like it's like uh fuck you. It's a little fuck you there at the end. Yeah, Nagila would is probably like, "What are you talking about? You just did that." And then it didn't work out. You almost had to kill yourself. Uh, Picard's like, "We're going to meet out here and I'm going to fucking shoot you with my big big gun." And then Nagila's face freezes on the screen awkwardly for 3 seconds. Yeah, cuz they ran out of footage of him. <laughs> It just it just stares and then disappears like <laughs> they couldn't get like a clip of him like closing his eyes or anything they just nope. Picard um, goes back to the bridge and orders uh, little baby bitch Crusher to take him back to their original course and Riker's like and steer clear of any holes <laughs> unless they're beautiful vaginas <laughs> <laughs> yeah written by Brandon Brog. <laughs> Nah, he's not here yet. <laughs> oh my god. What'd you think of this episode, Joe? Actually, no. Let's take a fucking... Yeah, let's make him wait. Let's, let's make him listen a to break. You guys Legos. don't know how we feel yet. So. You don't know. You don't know me. <laughs> Bitch, you don't know me. You don't know me. Does anybody even know that? Anyway, fucking, we're gonna take a break. We'll yeah, who was right that? We'll be right back after these messages. It was T.I. We'll be That's right, right back. That's right. New water jewel jasmine and Aladdin have jewels that change color in warm water, all sold separately. Welcome back from those messages. Hopefully you enjoy that gooder service. Yeah, it's probably like uh, Silverhawks or some shit. That'd be pretty dope. I love Silverhawks. I, I I was always bothered by the design of Silverhawks. I love the show and I think they all look dope, but they all had like an arm that was just uncovered for no reason. It's space, baby. That's the opposite of what you want nah. in space. Like all your blood vessels will fucking explode. Nah, it's cool, man. It's it's just it's worth it. It's cool looking. One of them had a cowboy hat on top of his armor that never. Bluegrass. Off. His name was Bluegrass. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> he had a name, Jeff. It was Bluegrass. Uh, it's probably not his real fucking name, is it, Josh? Okay, Bluegrass. That's what that little guy would say. Yeah, what was with having a little guy with a weird raspy smoker metal voice? That's how you sold toys, baby. <laughs> like Mega Man had that, and fucking Captain N. Captain N. Yeah, I talk like that. It's right. me, yeah. Mega Mega. That's how they thought like robots would talk, and it was like that's true. Nah, nah bro, they'll talk like us. <laughs> Turns out robots talk like Siri. What'd you think of this episode, <laughs> Josh? Oh man, better than I remembered it. Like, like you said, like, Nagilam's face aside, like, not bad episode. Like, I did 6.5, 7, 6.5. Yeah, I, I was sort of, because I strapped myself in expecting, like, a goofy fucking episode. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because we just watched the animated series. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> maybe it's because the last episode we watched was batshit crazy. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen out of Star Trek. 
I am amazed at how fucking funny that shit was. So maybe it's that. that this episode, <laughs> by comparison, seems like a fairly competent little sci-fi story. Yeah. Um, I think Nagilam himself sort of ruins the episode. Yeah, it certainly doesn't help it at all. I'm going to give this episode a 7. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. I, I really like the first half of this episode a lot. Yeah. I think there's a, there's like a really great character-building moment between Riker and Worf that is yeah. going to carry over to future episodes. I really like the sort of ghost ships thing. Yes. I love the beacon scene is like really ingenious in the way yes. it's pulled off. Yes. And um, I think everybody is like really in character in a really um, pleasing way. Yeah, Pulaski's pretty cool. She's straight up bones, right? Like, yeah. Like, th- that's cool. I think the first half of this episode, um, if the second half followed suit with the same level of quality as the first half, this would be like a really good episode. Yeah, like we said, like if, if Nagilam's face didn't exist, that would be better. I'm glad it does though, because I love how stupid it is. Yes. Like it's I, absurd. We and, we are the cult of Nagilam here on the yes. class podcast. Oh yes, for sure. And shall he, shall his big fucking fat face ever be praised. Yes. Please, Master Nagilam, test me. <laughs> test my sex. <laughs> That sounds Will like procreate. a Madonna song, doesn't it? Test yeah, my sex. Either a Madonna song or like like a Static X song or something. I, mean, I could see that being like a Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're old, anyway. Yeah, well, you know, it could also be a Katy Perry song. I don't know. <laughs> California girls are sucking the Gillum off. <laughs> Test my sex. Da-da-da-da-da. That would be the song. Ah, Katy Perry. What happened to Katy Perry? I don't know. Is that not a thing anymore? No, I don't think so. Now it's all about... Ariana Grande? Uh, No, she's not even around, I don't think. Well, shit. Billie Eilish and shit. Dua Lipa? Who the fuck is that? Okay, you might be too old for that one. That sounds like a Twi'lek. Is is there Star Wars characters in the music industry? (laughs) She became real and joined the music industry. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> this episode, I, I'm gonna give it a seven. It's a yeah, it's a fairly soft seven. It's not a turgid seven. It's a not soft a tur- seven. not a turgid seven. I, yeah, I'm giving it like a pretty a pretty turgid six point five. It's because a, it's fl- it's like flaccid, half mast at best. Seven. It's a, it's a six to midnight seven. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's like a Chicago song. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Twenty-four or, or, or six an ELO to song. Yeah. <laughs> six to midnight seven. <laughs> oh fuck, man, we are old. Yeah, yeah, fucking. But we we started off the show, the last show, talking about Gilligan's Island. That's true. Well, we were also talking about Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which I've had. Several people since I posted that uh, the first episode on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast uh, <laughs> ask, what is Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Who is Space Ghost? Oh, he's a new sensation. All the kids are talking about. That's what you should tell him. I always just say he's a big old jerk, which is he, from the show. 
he has superstars of today, like Hava Nagila or whatever you said. <laughs> Dua Lipa. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, Dua Dua Lipa. Yeah. Um, I don't even think Dua Lipa is that now. I don't even know who that is. I'm looking this up. D U A L I P A. D U A L I. Oh, it came up right away. Yeah. Well, she is not a Twi'lek. No, I'm sorry. Well, here she is kind of naked. Let's look at this one first. Sure. <laughs> I like her hair. She's got cool hair. She is cool. Her eyebrows are cool. Um, are you, like, into eyebrows? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, no, me neither. No. <laughs> no, I would never be into that. Also, Josh is not into feet, either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not. I don't really like feet. I, I don't hate feet. I'm not grossed out by feet. No. They're whatever. Look, if I gotta suck a toe, I'll suck a toe. Mm, I won't. I'm not into that. I don't give a fuck. I think about all the places things have been. That's the least gross. I don't think <laughs> it's the least gross. <laughs> it's, I think it's pretty out there. But <laughs> what about Dua Lipa's eye eyebrows? Did I say eyelashes? I meant eyebrows. I knew you meant eyebrows. Thank you, thank you. At least somebody knows what the fuck I'm I talking about. I think you about. said eyebrows. I don't remember. I'm so old. I don't remember what happened. I don't happened. remember what happened two minutes ago. Literally. Um, I keep, I'm really trying to remember the name of this cool singer that I found. Uh, there's a Spanish radio station here mm -hmm. in, in Bel Air. <laughs> and uh, they played a song of hers, and it's, like, partially in English. Yeah. And it was, like, super good. The song is called Telepatia. Telepatia. I want to hear it. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, she didn't pay me anything, so I guess uh, you won't find it on Spotify. Don't look for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Uh... <laughs> Callie Uchis is her name. Uchis. Okay. That also sounds like a Star Wars name. Callie I wish I had a Star Wars name. Telepatia. The song is fucking dope. Check it out. Well, don't, actually. She didn't pay me any money. <laughs> if you want me to advertise your song, Callie. Callie. Give me the dough. Callie. Uchis. Luchis? U-C-H-I-S. I found it. I found it. Thank you. No, you didn't. Shut up. You it can't find up. it if you don't pay me. It came up. Telepathy of saved. Okay, it's I'll listen really to that later. You can listen to it in a minute because we're about to be done. Oh fuck! Oh wow! We, oh, we still have to do email. Which uh, you know what? If you want to be part of that show, you can shoot us an email over at mclassemail at gmail dot com. Wait, we uh, we did give it a scale on the Cochrane to Catfish scale. Actually, we gave it a score. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, mclassemail at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. If you want to support the show and get a little bit of extra content on the side, you can head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as $1 a month, you get access to a Discord full of your fellow Star Trek fans, wallpapers, behind-the-scenes posts, and for a little bit more money, you get access to mclass email a week early. Uh, Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, a podcast where we talk about literally anything that isn't Star Trek. Yeah. And um, our brand new 10-minute podcast, Coast to Coast in 10 Minutes, where we watch every episode of Space Ghost Coast to Coast and do a little chitty chat about each of them. <laughs> a little chitty chat. That lasts 10 minutes, exactly. 
Yeah, thank you to all the patrons. It really helps us. And it also helps us if you go to the iTunes store and rate and review us. Yes, please. Give us a, a fun review. I don't it think can, we're legally allowed to tell yeah. you to give us a good review. It can be any review, but yeah. Give us a fun review. Also, uh, you people who've given us one star, why won't you leave a, some text review, you fucking cowards? Yeah, yeah fucking rail into us. Tell I can us take what it. what the problem is so we can fix it. I'm old as shit. I don't, I don't care. I, I get the feeling that the problem is that we're lib cucks. Oh, that might be it. <laughs> Which I'm not going to fix. Yeah, that might be it. I just love getting lib cucked way too much. Oh man, fuck, fuck us, right? Fuck I, the I libs. love it when people uh, fuck my political candidate. I guess that's what yeah. lib cucked means. Yeah, I'm gonna. I love watch. It means you love watching it. I love watching people fuck my political candidate. Yeah, yeah. I guess technically uh, that happened since I was a Bernie supporter. Yo, I watched no. him get fucked two elections in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I watched it. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> special what? thanks to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. It's a banger. You can find Vitizen on Spotify on uh, iTunes, anywhere greater music is sold. I had a dream that we were hanging out with him. Oh, Greg lives somewhere near you, actually. I've met him many times. I haven't met him in person yet. I haven't met anybody in person yet, because I don't leave my house. I have to take a vitamin D supplement, because I haven't seen the sun in so long. Oh my god, this is why we get one stars, Jeff. Because <laughs> I'm too fucking real? You people can't <laughs> handle the realness? People don't tune in to listen to Vitamin D cast. Uh, people tune in to hear about my D all the time. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. That's what we call an alley-oop. <laughs> alley-oop. Alley-oop. Look, I'd also like to thank Vitizen for making... Uh, he made a hip-hop... R- I, I just threw out some words at him when I wanted a theme song for uh, Coast to Coast in 10 Minutes. I just threw out some fucking words. I was like, I want a hip-hop remix of the Space Ghost Coast to Coast theme. This is Now you know what it's like, because people do that to you, right? With yeah. their commission. Uh, I want, like, a fucking cool anime. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I just threw out some words, and uh, I don't know what I expected to come back, but the dopest little fucking banger I've ever oh, heard sweet. came back. It sounds like it's fucking, like, like from Cartoon Network. It's so yeah, good. It sounds so fucking good. Vitizen, if you're listening to this right now... Put that up on Spotify. I know it's short. Fucking put it up on Spotify for everybody. I want to just be able to listen yeah. to it on Spotify. Hell yeah. Um, maybe I'll talk to Vitizen to see if we can uh, put that on Patreon for people to download. Talk to him in your dreams like I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm not so lucky. You don't have that? I have Nega Greg in my dreams. He well, just punches me in the balls over and over. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying that's what happens. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Vitizen. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, but do all the things I said. Especially follow us on Twitter. Um, 
I uh, also tell your friends about this fucking podcast for God's sakes. Yeah, tell your goddamn mom about it. We're fucking mom safe. It's we don't fucking curse. Moms will fucking love us. Yeah, we don't talk about dick sucking that much. Your mom sucked a dick. Don't pretend like she hasn't. <laughs> you all know this. Unless your mom's a lesbian. Yes. Or dead. <laughs> if your mom's dead, then she sucked a dick when she wasn't dead? What are you talking about? <laughs> when do you think, like, dick sucking for women became, like, a totally a real thing? Um, Like, way early? Like, probably, right? Yeah, I imagine people fucked and sucked each other forever. Like, they're, um, like... Uh, there was stuff in on the walls before Vesuvius went. Of the oh yeah 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 yeah. That yeah, was yeah. like all about fucking por- sucking the porno the porno wall. Yeah, yeah. It was right next to the guy whose head got cut off by that column that hit him. Yeah, Nagilan was gonna do that shit. Probably to yeah. Barkley. Probably. I forgot what I was gonna say. Now I'm just thinking about somebody getting decapitated with. Oh, we're telling your telling your friends about the episodes. Yeah, uh, M Class Podcast has grown zero uh, percent in the past four years. Yeah, three or four years. We've got no new listeners or followers. So no news is good news. <laughs> we uh, we're you're like literally not allowed to advertise your own shit on. Uh, Reddit, they'll delete your posts, so you guys oh. gotta do that, please. Oh yeah, do, do that. That'll help, yeah. Or like, post about it on Twitter. Uh, like, if if you like the episode when we post it, hit like on Twitter. That's a wild yeah. concept, you fuckers. Nah, I'm kidding. Yeah. We appreciate everything you guys do. <laughs> do we need to tweet more Dua Lipa pictures? Probably, especially your super sexy eyebrows. They're so good. I don't know. It's funny that like I'm always telling Crystal like when she does her eyebrows and stuff or worries about them. I'm always like, people don't give a shit about eyebrows. We well, talking she, about? But apparently, I was it. lying. Well, you're not lying. I just <laughs> like these eyebrows. Maybe she's got really cool eyebrows. Let me before we end the podcast. I believe it's important for me to confirm whether she has cool eyebrows. Yeah, check out the picture where she's holding that like pinata. She's holding a pinata. It's for Elle magazine. <laughs> All right, you can I, see some under cool eyebrows. Those are good eyebrows. I, I don't know if I could name a song of hers off the top of my head, but I've I've heard them I've heard them before. Anyway, you never heard of uh, D's brows pay D's bills? That's one of her songs. Josh, if you're lying to me, I've never lied to you. Also, there's a picture of uh, her cleavage. That's also very there's cool. a lot of pictures of that actually, according yeah. to Google Image Search. She won a Grammy. There you go. That's dope. Congratulations to her and her eyebrows. But did she win a pop-up? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> she won a Grammy. Did she win a pop-up? Oh my god, Josh. You're so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> You're so it's fucking funny, dude. It's so hot in here. My brain is 
melt. <laughs> out we gotta of do in-class emails next. This podcast okay. has to end. All right, we have to end it. All right, I'm going to end it right now. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back in another week with more M-Class. Bye-bye. Bye, brows. <laughs>